0: Hello, cryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, episode 524 here Wednesday evening, a little bit later than normally, the middle of the June, 6-14-2023. I am your host, Jake Taverley with my co-host, Blockchain John, here kicking off the Pacific Bitcoin Festival, well, it's going to be happening in October, not right now. What's going on, John?
1: All good, all good. I'm a little energetic, man. Energy drinks
0: got to me. So, uh, I'm on it. Let's do it, man. (laughs) Pacific Bitcoin. Pacific Bitcoin is going to be happening in, like I said, about five months. Five months or four months? This is June. That's October. That's, uh, yeah, about four months off, the beginning of October. So, it's about the same time as we went to Blockchain Festival last year. But it will be in Los Angeles, actually, at the, what is it, uh, Santa Monica Airport, at the hangar there. So, it will be a mostly indoor-outdoor event. There'll be a lot of speakers. You can get your tickets for, unfortunately, in fiat, 550 for the basic, and 2800 for the uh, VIP ticket. And there'll be lots of speakers and lots of things. This is Bitcoin only, just so you know. Please don't talk about anything else. I'm sure people won't kill you for it. But it is a Bitcoin only topic, not an altcoin topic. Not an altcoin. I think it's a beautiful festival. thing,
1: man. You think about it, there's a lot of things going on. You know, uh Dr. Craig Wright out there is trying to sue all these different developers and, and companies that are working on blockchain. Because that's what that's what Dr. Craig Wright does, right? There's uh there's a uh, um foundation out there, the uh not that foundation, um there's oh man, I'm going blank now. A Bitcoin uh a Bitcoin legal council that's funded by by Jack Dorsey, right? You got, like, uh, legal legal entities that are that are defending these developers, which, keep in mind, I don't know if you you recall, Jake, there's there's developers right now that are going to be sued by the UK, I think it was, uh, for for um, publishing open-source code, you know, um, and somebody else taking that code and creating something bad with yeah, it, yep. getting a bad tool with it. Yeah, exactly. You know, now these open-source developers are going to possibly be uh, uh Taken to court, taken to jail for right. making this code it doesn't make sense. So now no. you have this this um, they're defending this legal defense fund yep. that's out there. This Bitcoin legal defense fund, exactly uh, that is going to help defend these people, and that's like most likely going to be talked here at Pacific Bitcoin. And that's just one thing. The beauty that people get to go and talk about how oh, these people are actually saving lives, saving open source code, you know. And then you obviously you're going to have the whole. I don't know if Ordinals is going to be there. Ordinals is a little far stretch. Uh, for for pure, pure bitcoinists but there's a lot of stuff going on in the Bitcoin festival trust me exactly. it's going to be an amazing amazing event yep
0: big event down in, in la when it will probably probably be a nice day because I'll, almost every day is a nice day <laughs> and it's near the coast because the airport is not that far it's like maybe a mile and a half from the water so um, yeah it's going to be in October early October so let's talk also about the 14 months from now in late July of 2024 in Nashville the Bitcoin primary bitcoin conference the original bitcoin conference will be happening in nashville instead of miami and you can get tickets now and there everything is in satoshi's uh, or in bitcoin itself so rather than having to pay fiat which you can still pay there are prices listed in satoshi's 2 million for the general 3 million for industry and 18 million for the uh, vip level also so let's get on to the news of the day Lots of political news going on in this episode. It's
1: good, though. It's good. I'm not gonna lie. We need some political news in the crypto space right now. We need to start uh, wrapping up some chapters in the crypto space. And it's hey, it's it's either now or or I wouldn't say never. Better now. Just get just wrap it up now. Let's just do this. Ripple right. legal chief uh, calls for investigations into former SEC director Hinman. Ooh, what's going on there? Little insight. Uh, all right, so, so let's see. Let's start from the top. Uh, Stuart Al Al the chief legal officer of Ripple, is calling for a new investigations to the former u Securities Exchange Commission director, Bill Henman. Now, if you guys don't know, the uh, Hinman um, <clears throat> what, what do you call? It? Emails were unsealed at, at court during the XRP versus uh, uh, SEC uh, lawsuit, and henman was over here in 2018 saying a lot of stuff basically saying that uh <clears throat> that these cryptos were not securities even though Hinman was told multiple times that the that, that, that the the speech and the the legal terms that he's using is not good you can't be saying that <clears throat> but he still kept saying that kind of stuff which made all these crypto projects believe that they're legitimate and now years later 4 years later you know or actually I think what when this the, the, this lawsuit happened was like two years later, um, in twenty twenty, the SEC comes back and bites all these crypto exchanges, uh, and specifically pointing out XRP. And so now, yeah, now wrapping it back to the main topic of this particular article, Henman's going to be investigated, which he should,
0: he should, right? Please, yeah, thank it's you. Com- it's completely unfair that a person, a <clears throat> the head of the SEC. <laughs> Chief, uh, legal chief here is, you know, former SEC director, basically what, you know, Gary Gensler is now, was basically telling everybody, yeah, it's totally cool, nope, totally totally fine, start your projects, do everything you want, do, you know, whatever you please, have people invest in this, it's just fine, and it, it wasn't, at least according to the current director, and it's not like the current director is under, like, a weird Republican stance, he's on, he's you know, he's in a Democrat position, um, Government. So why is the current SEC all upset when the previous SEC apparently wasn't, even though that guy was told not to say it that way? It does seem very much unfair. People yeah. took his volition to say that it was legit, and it wasn't, yeah, or at least it, 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 according to the current le- level, so
1: it's even kind of fishy here that says uh, in the speech l- delivered in June 8 2018 Hinman stated that Ethereum shouldn't be considered a security as it was sufficiently decentralized something that caused confusion when the SEC later sued Ripple Labs for allegedly selling 1.6 billion dollars worth of XRP as an unregistered security Exactly mm. exactly so why is there favoritism towards one chain and not the other Exactly uh, I've been I've been I've been saying hey look into the SEC for a long time man cuz this is not right why is there favoritism towards uh towards one 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 uh one project over the other you know not that not that I'm saying hey you know I like Xrp because I don't really go for xrp it's not my thing to each of their own but in regards to this lawsuit this is something that's very important in the crypto space so whether you're pro or against it or neutral this is very important So you know? we need we need we need uh, uh clarity on this
0: I guess to be clear on the distinctions here. The things that would you consider to be securities in the traditional uh, finance market are clearly defined. We know what they are. We know how they work for the most part. And this new thing that came in here was given carte blanche to do something different than what was expected of prior securities. And now we're going back on that. <clears throat> and no one—the biggest problem that, that Coinbase, in particular, and we will talk about this later—is having a problem with is that there is no clarity. They say there is clarity. You know, the SEC is claiming, well, duh, you know how this works. And then these people are like, no, it's not because we're ignorant. We know what these things are. You guys don't seem to know how to define it. And then you're still telling us that it's illegal. How do you prosecute someone on something they didn't know was illegal and there was no definitive law on it, even though you're claiming that there is? That's the problem that we're only running into. This will all work itself out in court. And as we've seen, the Ripple lawsuit wasn't didn't break Ripple, right? But in the next article here, we have XRP drops 5% percent as market Digest Hinman documents and SEC court case. So what happened in, in um, the XRP, XRP court case in particular? It, it, it is not, it was determined explicitly that this what the SEC was accusing Ripple of being was not true. But now that we have all these other documents from Hinman, people are getting confused. They're like, well, this guy said yes, but then he said no. Or they told him not to say yes, but he said yes anyways. And so we were very happy about this and then we found out that wasn't true. Why is it so confusing? <laughs> So, in particular, Ripple has been in a legal battle since 2020 due to allegedly selling unregistered securities. In 2018, Hinman was stating that Ethereum shouldn't be considered a security. Well, the news... I don't
1: understand because I I said it time and time again. I was part of that initial ICO. You know, like that doesn't make sense to me. An ICO... Everybody got busted in 2017 having an ICO because every single ICO... In the eyes of the SSC is one hundred percent a security. Right. So why isn't Ethereum on that list? That right. makes no sense.
0: Yep. Agreed.
1: Because it's quote sufficiently decentralized. Really yes. Hinman? Really.
0: So there is <laughs> okay. there is some level and per the second article, um, there is some level of FOMO that people have, you know, fear of missing out when yes. some news hits the market and no one's read it yet, and no one's digested it yet. But once it was digested, the 6% or roughly 5% jump that happened at the beginning was like, oh, look, we have proof here. Oh, wait, that's not proof. So then the market fell back down again <laughs> because FOMO does this. FOMO causes people to jump in, and FUD causes people to try to jump out, but uh, none of it's real. It's just emotion moving moving the needle left or right. And this is the problem with, with as John and I have been saying many, 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 many times, if not every single episode we've ever had. Don't follow the fear and don't follow the FOMO, right? Not your keys, not your crypto. Buy on the dip. You know it. it there's plenty of people. And honestly, I think a lot, most of the purchasing and selling has to do with bots. But um, <clears throat> there's plenty of people that buy and sell on the news instead of holding and buying when the price goes down. Because the price is going to go back up. If it's one thing that the market does, it goes up and down. The best time to buy is when it's down, in our opinion. So, anyways, um, that takes care of this. Let's head on to Solana.
1: Solana hard forked to stave off SEC. Dave says it's not happening. So, if you guys don't know by now, which we've mentioned in previous episodes, is that the SEC is uh, suing Solana. Because the... They're, they're considering them a, a security. Hmm, interesting. So what Solana wants to do is create a hard fork, supposedly. But to find out, it's not happening. Um, according to devs, actually, according to this particular developer, uh, and I'll go down and read that right now. It says... Um, Happening in Twitter. Actually, let me just read from the top here, so it makes sense. After last week's aggressive regulatory action from the Youth Securities and Exchange Commission, which labeled Solana a uh, Solana's token a security in a lawsuit, the community on crypto Twitter erupted in debates surrounding a possible hard fork. Interesting. I don't. I'm not sure how that rumor started, but it started, and it circulated around the debate. Although it's been heated at times on Twitter, appears to have not reached Solana, have not reached Solana uh, developers. Because they know nothing about it. Now here's an individual that quote says, "I work on the largest Solana project with more than ten developers, and nobody is discussing a hard fork." Says Matthias Kudelski, a cybersecurity researcher who audits Solana's code and works on Metaverse game Star Atlas. Why? This is once again what what Jake was saying. Fed him FOMO. People are just saying stuff just to pump up the token, like, "Hey, hey, guess what? They're gonna fork! Yay! God, let's buy some more." You know, but dude. That, that, you got to fact check this stuff. So that's good that uh, that Matthias came out on, on record and said, dude, I, I see nothing going on the back end, which if you ask me, there, there would have been an, an official article from or an official uh, paper from uh, a, a Solana developer saying that this is what they're going to do. But in the end, I don't know if that really gets them out of lawsuit um, at this point. There's, they'll probably still be investigated. Um, I don't know. What do, you, what, do you, what do you think, Jake? I mean, if they, if they literally fork tomorrow,
0: No, it's the same thing. It's escapism. It's escapism, and it's not necessarily going to change anything. This is the problem I have with, in general, people like, when SBF quit FTX, that wasn't going to get him out of what was going on with the company. And then they gave the job to John DeRay, and now he's taking care of it. But it's like, is it because of the controversy? Is it because you're going to escape something? You're not going to escape anything. Once you've committed a crime you're going to get prosecuted. It doesn't matter if you stop criming. Even if you don't succeed in the crime, you still get charged because that's attempted whatever the problem is. So I'm not saying that Solana is a security. I'm not saying Ethereum is a security. Um, I know there's still controversy going on over this. No one has clearly defined it. But rather than clearly define the rules, all the SEC is doing is suing people. Which isn't the solution, in my opinion. They should define the rules and then sue people. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: So, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's incredibly unfortunate. But this is, again, uh, not, not necessarily FUD or FOMO in this case. It's lies. <laughs> it's like when uh, Elon Musk tweets a new coin, like I think he t- tweeted Milady, M-I-L-A-D-Y, and it, it spiked up some like six hundred percent, and then of course within hours went back down. But it's just some famous person making mention of something and getting that thing a lot more play. Does that mean that that thing's better than it was yesterday? No, it just means that some uh, person with, of high uh, value or high importance has made mention of that thing, and some people are like, "Oh, if he likes it or tweeted about it, I, I should get into it." That's that's FOMO. So. Um, Nothing's happening with Solana, according to the devs. Don't FOMO in.
1: (laughs) I mean, don't FOMO in. It wouldn't hurt to buy some Solana if you're on the network and actually actually have a use case for it. Don't forget that. There's nothing wrong with Solana technology itself. But if you're trying to buy dip i don't know if that's that's quite there yet I, I i would i wouldn't even go there i wouldn't even go there yeah you just as long is not a bad, a bad chain it, it's it's good it's there's you you can actually use it yep yeah,
0: yeah. so it's not happening oh. we can move on so let's talk about the sec <laughs> again here <clears throat> So the SEC, the SEC
1: refused. Okay, go
0: ahead. The SEC is refusing to respond to Coinbase's rulemaking petition following the lawsuit. So, it, if you didn't already know, and we've talked about it before, SEC is suing Binance and Coin, Coinbase, the two largest exchanges in the world. And Coinbase and Binance are both kind of like trying to step away from this whole thing because they don't—they're calling BS on the SEC, as we've been talking about with Ripple. The U.S. Court of Appeals, the third court, has asked the SEC to clarify its position on a rulemaking petition from Coinbase. And, of course, the SEC is like, nope, we're not going to help. We've already clarified as much as we're going to clarify. And this is the problem is is it's like pointing to a rule, uh, a, a billboard with rules on it, but the billboard's blank. Like, See over there? See we wrote those rules down over there? And, and people are like, well, we can't read that. It's like, nope, we, the rules are written. They're right there. And everyone's saying no. There's no rules there. <laughs> so, this is I, unfortunately. I, I, it seems like a, a cop out position. You know. You know what a slap lawsuit is? It's, right. it's the, the lawsuits that people file to to try to keep people from doing something. And there's a, there's rules in California and other places in the U.S. That are called anti-slap anti-slap against lawsuits that are basically just meant just meant to shut people up. That's what a slap lawsuit is. It's just, I'm going to sue you because you don't have any money, and then you, I'm going to take you to court. Oh, you don't have any money? Then you're just going to have to settle.
1: That's exactly what I was and, mentioning earlier with uh, Craig Wright doing right. the developers. Yeah, this is the using problem. Quote, using, quote, his code, his blockchain code. Because yeah. anybody that uses the Bitcoin code right now can possibly be sued by Craig Wright. Right. If you touch anything that is Bitcoin-related, you can be sued by Craig Wright. And that's yeah. what he's doing because he and, has money.
0: And the, he's yeah. funded. Yeah, so the problem the, we're running into is it's people who don't actually have any real argument. This is, this is sadly what's happening with the SEC. They don't have a real argument. They're just like, well, we're big and bad and it's impossible to fight the U.S. It's not entirely impossible, but... It's hard, it's very hard to fight the United States when they sue you. And so most people just cave. But all these companies, like the one that's supporting, you know, Michael Saylor supporting against Craig Wright, uh, and of course Coinbase and Binance, they have a lot of money. And they're willing, because their entire business is based off of this, to fight against the US government on these issues. When the US government is making the claim that there's a problem, with what these people are doing. And these people are saying, well, if you can prove, if you can show to us how that is true, we'll stop doing it, but you haven't shown it, you're just suing us. So it feels like a slap situation. It feels like a, well, if we just you know, gang up on you, you'll stop. And that hasn't stopped yet. And a lot of the people, yeah, they're leaving, they're trying to leave at least, but they're also not, they're also serious about not just caving. They're like, no, this is legit. This is something we've been doing, and you haven't told us what you can and cannot do, so take us to court. We're, we'll fight it, <laughs> and we'll prove to you, like, like Ripple did, that it's not a security. So it's unfortunate that they keep suing and suing and suing. It just feels like a cop-out. It feels like, well, well, uh, well, well, you're bad. Which but but
1: is, at, at this point, there should be something from... Uh the Supreme Court, you know, uh, a restricting or, or what I heard on a podcast earlier, I forgot what podcast, was, uh, or it was a Twitter space, defund, defund the SEC or limit the SEC's uh, abilities because they're abusing their powers yeah. uh, when, it comes to, when it comes to overreaching uh, their, their authority because they don't have clarity there, no definition of what, what they're trying to do. So stop it yeah have the, have the, have the courts come and say stop you guys can't you guys don't know what you're doing, and you guys are just going uh, uh, lawsuit happy with everybody, so you guys need to stop that now yeah They're not gonna let you uh, it's really just this. a bullying Honestly, I think so uh, yeah now, yeah, do it until they can get clarity on the books, right mm-hmm. That's what you mentioned earlier Yep. And clarity yep and that's what pretty much this whole episode has been about. We just want clarity
0: yep, just define what you're saying what you're talking about, and we'll comply. I mean, if we don't like it, we will try to sue you over it. But the fact of the matter is, you haven't defined it. You need to define it. You know, what are the parameters under which this is actually a security? And if it isn't defined, then define it. That's the whole thing that, that the European Union is doing with the MICA, the Mika. And it's the same thing that's going on in Saudi Arabia or Abu Dhabi, where they're trying to define uh, what... You know, the parameters of how this coin structure will work. It's, it's already working. People are already using it. But large governments don't like it. And honestly, if I'm, gonna be, if I'm gonna be truly honest about what I think about this, it feels like it's an attack. It's a, we can't control this so we need it to go away. But you're not gonna uh, control it. Bitcoin it is literally an answer to government overreach. And government is yeah. trying to overreach yet again.
1: Yeah, yeah. What they're doing is they're making it harder for people to buy in by, you know, stopping all these centralized exchanges. Which, hey, we just, we, there needs to be a fiat on-ramp because the masses will not be miners. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just cut to that chase real quick. I know, even though I know you would like everybody to be a miner, it's not going to happen. I know. There's going to be people buying in. Um, if there's no more on-ramps, then, then what's left? Yeah, crypto will, will cease to exist well, in United states. It
0: may be, if, all right, we know that the way that you do it in that case is you use a VPN to log into an external website. And I know that the problem therein is that when people build their websites like BitMucks outside of the United States, the United States still goes to that country and sues them or arrests them or asks for extradition. You are fooling our mm. residents. How dare you fool our residents into buying your fake fake coin that you created? Like, no, we didn't create it. We're just an exchange. You're, we told your residents not to come here. They came here anyways. Why are we at fault? <laughs> mm-hmm. So this is, it, in a sense, you could say that's the same kind of situation. The U.S. is like, stop pestering our U.S. Like, like, your citizens want to do this whether you like it or not. Too bad. <laughs> so, all right, moving on. Um, let's talk about tokenization and how it's not made to evade laws.
1: And this is where I think the whole idea of utility comes into play. Now, blockchains create tokens for the purpose of utility. You're going to use a token for something on blockchain. Otherwise, I mean, what's the point? I mean, you're going to use it for something. It's a tool. Yeah, it's a tool. Either either it being for governance purposes, for uh, financial, financial trade, or for... Uh, I guess making your AI more sophisticated by feeding it tokens you know, AI food um, yeah.
0: you didn't you ask me qu- a, <laughs> You asked me a question the other day you have a bunch of uh, old phones, right And you asked me okay. what, what, yeah. what can you do with these old phones now they're all running an ancient version of Android We're on Android what 13 or 14 right now, and yet these phones have Android 8. So what do you do with an old phone that can't be upgraded anymore? Well, there's a ton of different applications that still exist in the Android market and even outside the Android market, which can allow you to use that phone. The phone in itself has a bunch of sensors built into it. it can, it's got a camera built into it. It's got a whole freaking screen. Half the phone is a screen. There's a bunch of different things you can do with that tool to make it use it. Now, can you also use it to evade laws? Sure, sure you can. But it wasn't designed for that purpose. The cell phone, the smartphone rather, was designed to be used for making and receiving texts and calls, and for surfing the web, and for doing all kinds of games and apps. There's tons of functionality built into it. Can you use a phone for, for crime? Absolutely you can, but it was not built for that purpose. Same thing that this guy is saying here. Gun Sirr is saying, tokenization on crypto was not made to evade laws. Just because you can use it to evade laws doesn't mean that was what it was made for. Now, per the SEC's accusation of what they're saying that Coinbase and, and Binance are doing securities illegally, they're saying you made a tool that is illegal. You need to show why it's illegal. You need to define the laws that say why this is illegal. Now, yes, selling securities without registration is illegal. But if what you're selling is not a security, then it's not illegal. Same thing goes here. These tokens have purposes. They're tools to facilitate functions within finance and all kinds of things you can do with a token. It's not just that. I mean, what's an NFT? Is a token, right? It's a non-fungible token, but it is still a token. What what is it to be used for? Well, it's a unique digital item that you can t- that you can literally trade trade with other people. And you can use it for so much functionality. Any tokenization of anything is useful. We do it constantly every day, not just with dollars, but with all kinds of different applications. So uh, he's basically pointing out that just because the accusation is out there that this is what these things are for, doesn't mean that is what they're for. And these people who are creating them, for the most part, are not have no intention of making these to- tools for the use of illegality. I think we, the example we used many, many times in the past, John, was when we talked about the power drill analogy. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the power drill analogy says, you made a power drill, you made electricity, and uh, the original purpose of the power drill is to drill holes in wood and concrete and, you know, different surfaces, right? Now it's entirely possible to use a power drill to drill a hole in someone's head that probably would kill them. Um, Was that the intent of the power drill? No. But if you did that, if a person did that with a power drill, do you sue the electricity company for providing the power to the power drill that allowed you to kill a person? Do you sue the company that made the power drill that allowed you to drill a hole in a person's head, would killed them? No. We don't sue the power company or the power drill company. We process... And recognize the motive of the person who used the tool to do the evil act, not the perp, not the thing itself. So tokens per Avalabs are not illegal. Tornado cash <clears throat> not illegal. Prosecute the people that are doing the evil or doing the crime, not the tool that's do, being used to do the crime, if in fact there is a crime. Sorry about my well, this rant.
1: This stuff is, is is put on the record uh, on, on the uh, U.S. House Financial Service Committee. Um, that's where Emin went uh, to to pretty much define what uh, what tokenization is, you know, which is good. We uh, once again, just like Emin going going on the stand and just pretty much uh, uh, giving his record is good feedback for for the board for for the uh, the House to understand. Uh, what blockchain is and what tokenizations is, uh, We need more more individuals like that. And you know? yes. it's good it's good to have that. Yes. Especially so. especially a developer man. Yes. So we need we need more developers to yep. go up, you know. So yes, thank you Emin for doing that. We I appreciate that.
0: Yes. Actually right. here you go.
1: Here you go. This is for this is for Emin right here. Thank you for your patronage. <laughs>
0: All right, last article of the evening. Thank you all for listening. As far as we have this last rant that I did on that whole thing. Another solo Bitcoin miner tell us what happened. Oh, actually, no, is this miner's is yours? This is mine. Yeah, another
1: another solo Bitcoin miner hits a jackpot. He actually hit the he solo mined, bro. He actually hit the jackpot. Yeah. Which is a uh, uh, winning a block reward, which is awesome. I know, uh, here this particular article says he won six BTC. But that's not true because I looked up his address. They published his address right here. Bing, bang, boom. Looked it up, and it's more like six point eight, bitcoin, which is closer to seven bitcoin. Yep. You know, and it's closer to around one hundred eighty thousand dollars instead of one hundred and sixty. So yeah, um, congratulations, to uh, to this individual. That's awesome that uh, that he won that. Yep. Oh, and and this is proof that anybody can do it. it. Anybody can do it. <laughs> yes. And anybody, yeah, should,
0: anybody should do anybody it. Can do it. And and not know per per my commentary is that you should put spend your money on Bitcoin mining hardware or all kind mining hardware so you can have something to show for the stuff that you mine. Now I know not everybody wants to do that. I get it. Some people just want to buy. If you don't have
1: electricity, if you don't have electricity, just buy it. Just buy it. It's fine.
0: (laughs) If you don't, you have one hundred and (laughs) eighty thousand dollars, then just go ahead and buy it. (laughs) If you don't have, how would they buy it if they don't have electricity? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, thanks, all everybody, for listening in and, and checking out our great news show for today. Uh, we lo- we welcome you to uh, check out our CoinTree C COI, O CO, I so pardon me C O I N T R dot C Three Media to uh, check out where you can donate to. We appreciate all donations that you can in a bunch of different um, coin formats as well as Raven and Evermore Asset Aware wallets. You can donate in Litecoin. Uh, in fiat if you wish through paypal or buy me a coffee uh and you can also contribute to our patreon if you like it's pretty inexpensive five ten uh fifteen dollars a month Just support our awesome content if you appreciate at a bare minimum if you're watching us on youtube we appreciate a a thumbs up and a subscribe if you like our content you can continue to watch us and get notifications whenever we post we usually post pretty early in the morning so uh you can check out our website that's for signups for uh for is it for interviews Um, you can see us on, you can listen to us on Spotify, which is what anchor used to be. And, uh, you can also see us in various other places that John has now recently populated because there's a whole bunch of places where <laughs> Spotify now uh, yes uh yes. rebroadcasts you can find too. Us all
1: these pa- platforms, so
0: together. many platforms available. But if you want to get our content for free, you can do Noster and Odyssey. Those are great places to get the content. Uh, Odyssey is completely ad free, to my knowledge at this point. I don't think they're doing uh, pre roll ads yet, although they have talked about it. Uh, but you can still get the content. And, of course, if you download library.tv, the, the interface, you can get all their content forever for free. There's never going to be anything on that that costs, costs money. And you're supporting a great blockchain at the same time. So uh, Noster, the new uh, Twitter, <laughs> once, I mean, it's already out, so you can already get into it. Uh, And, of course, you can always get us on Discord. We appreciate you participating with us on Discord because you can always get the C3 Media Token there, talk to people who are into crypto on a regular basis. We're not just talking about Bitcoin. We're talking about every kind of coin. Thank you for watching. Thank you for liking. Thank you for subscribing. We'll check you in the next episode. And as we say at the end of every, StackSats and HODL. And HODL. Adios. Adios.